हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट वन कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन व्हाई एंड हाउ एंड वी आर डिस्कसिंग फंक्शंस ऑफ द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन सो द थर्ड फंक्शन ऑफ द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन इज टू सेट सम लिमिट्स ऑन व्हाट अ गवर्नमेंट कैन इम्पोज ऑन इट्स सिटीजन्स दीज लिमिट्स आर फंडामेंटल in the sense that government may never trespass them constitutions limit the powers of government in many ways the most common way of limiting the power of government is to specify certain fundamental rights that all of us possess as citizens and which no government can ever be allowed to violate the adjective content and interpretation of these rights varies from constitution to constitution but most constitutions will protect a basic cluster of rights citizens will be protected from being arrested arbitrarily and for no reason this is one basic limitation upon the power of the government citizens will normally have the right to some basic liberties to freedom of speech freedom of conscience freedom of association freedom to conduct a trade or business etc in practice these rights can be limited during times of national emergency and the constitution specifies the circumstances under which these rights may be withdrawn now let us discuss aspirations and goal of a society most of the older constitution limited themselves largely to allocating decision making powers and setting some limits to government power but many 20th century constitutions of which the indian constitution is the finest example also provide an enabling framework for the government to do certain positive things to express the aspirations and goals of society the indian constitution was particularly innovative in this respect societies with deep entrenched inequalities of various kinds will not only have to set limits on the power of government they will also have to enable and empower the government to take positive measures to overcome forms of inequality and deprivation for example India aspires to be a society that is free of caste discrimination. If this is our society's aspiration, the government will have to be enabled or empowered to take all the necessary steps to achieve this goal. In a country like South Africa which had a deep history of racial discrimination, its new constitution had to enable the government to end racial discrimination most positively 
a constitution may enshrine the aspirations of the society. The farmers of the Indian constitution, for example, thought that each individual in society should have all that is necessary for them to lead a life of minimal dignity and social self-respect, minimum material well-being, education, etc. The Indian constitution enables the government to take positive welfare measures, some of which are legally enforceable, as we go on studying the Indian constitution, we shall find that such enabling provisions have the support of the preamble to our constitution and these provisions are found in the section of fundamental rights. The directive principles of state policy also enjoin government to fulfill certain aspirations of the people. The fourth function of a constitution is to enable the government to fulfill the aspirations of a society and create conditions for a just society. The enabling provisions of the constitution Constitutions are not only rules and regulation controlling the power of the government, they also give power to the government to pursue collective good of the society. Constitution of South Africa assigns many responsibilities to the government. It wants the government to take measures to promote the conservation of nature make efforts to protect persons or groups subjected to unfair discrimination and provides that the government must progressively ensure adequate housing to all, health care, etc. In the case of Indonesia also, the government is enjoined to establish and conduct a national education system. The Indonesian constitution ensures that the poor and the destitute children will be looked after by the government. Now let us discuss the fundamental identity of a people. Finally and perhaps even most importantly a constitution expresses the fundamental identity of a people. This means the people as a collective entity come into being only through the basic constitution. It is by agreeing to a basic set of norms about how one should govern and who should be governed and that one forms a collective identity. One has many sets of identities that exist one has many sets of identities that exist prior to a constitution. But by agreeing to certain basic norms and principles, one constitutes one's basic political identity. Second, constitutional norms are the overarching framework within which 
one pursues individual aspirations, goals and freedoms. The constitution sets authoritative constraints upon what one may or may not do. It defines the fundamental values that we may not trespass. So the constitution also gives one a moral identity. Third and finally, it may be the case that many basic political and moral values are now shared across different constitutional traditions. If one looks at constitutions around the world, they differ in many respects. In the form of government, they enjoy in many procedural details, but they also share a good deal. Most modern constitutions create a form of government that is democratic in some respects. Most claim to protect certain basic rights, but constitutions are different in the way they embody conceptions of natural identity. Most nations are an amalgamation of a complex set of historical traditions. They weave together the diverse groups that reside within the nation in different ways. For example, German identity was constituted by being ethnically German. The constitution gave expression to this identity. The Indian constitution on the other hand does not make ethnic identity a criteria for citizenship. Different nations embody different conceptions of what the relationship between the different regions of a nation and the central government should be. This relationship constitutes the national identity of a country. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for enjoying yourself with the self-learning podcast.